So I'm on this side doing a tricep pull down. And earlier, uh, so there's a, a woman that walks in, right? Pretty small. <laughs> what? Continue. The, the key word I was going to say is petite. She is small, right? I don't, I don't know. It'll come in later. It's not weird, okay? So she gets on the <laughs> tricep machine across from me, right? So we're facing each other. The image I have is Jeff, is Jeff just doing a different face after each one where the, the weights go in front of him. He's like... <laughs> up everybody welcome to episode 20 of podcasters anonymous my name is jeff i'm joan Jeff, i'm sorry yeah we didn't talk about this i'm jonah i'm reed um and i'm jeff uh, <laughs> sorry there was like a fly over here did you hear that nope yeah there were a lot of bugs in here when i mm. came in well i apologize for all the bugs in my office it's pretty gross Okay. Well, we're back in the office. Well, not we're back, my house anymore. Not in Reed's house. Reed, you left your house. How does it my feel? House. Um, I feel great. I feel good. Yeah, you look good. Thank I you. I like your pants. Yeah, they're they're uh, Baltimore Ravens themed. Yeah. There's By a, that, do you just mean purple? There's a little Baltimore Raven right there. Oh, there is. Mm. Look at that. Yeah. Didn't the that. Ravens just get fucked? They sure did. They sure did. They By sure Joe did. Burrow. We're not a sports podcast. Is that the yeah. one? Were they playing the Bengals? Who was playing yeah. the Bengals? Oh yeah, that's they got. They that, got. They got that wrecked. dude on the one yard line turned it over, picked it, and then went the whole way, dude. Yeah, it's not. That it's was not Jeff crazy. watches football. I watched a football, <laughs> and I picked the right one because that junk was crazy. You know, we're not. We're not a sports podcast. Okay. So yeah, Chargers. Football. Chargers and the Jags. Mm-hmm. Jags were down twenty-seven to zero halftime. Mm. They made a thirty-one point comeback and won the game. You know what? I did see a portion of that game, and then I stopped watching it because I was like, "Well, the we all know what's going to happen here." Surely you didn't. Surely I did not. Apparently, they had a one percent chance at halftime of coming back and winning, mm-hmm. and uh, they did it. Well, congratulations to the one football quarterback with long hair, Trevor Lawrence. You love to see it. Kind of like a porn star name. He does. He also looks like a porn star, kind of. Yeah. Well, anyways, Reed, back in the office. Give me, give it to me. Give it to me. It's been too long. A bad take. Mm, boys, have I got a bad take. Does anybody want to do theirs, though? Go for it. I don't have you one right ahead. now. Okay. <clears throat> so, full-grown emo adults are our generation's version of Disney adults. Ooh. So, okay, what generation are full-grown emo adults? They are late 20s, early 30s, and they listen to emo music exclusively from, like, the 2000s. Is that why you were listening to this? Well, no, we walked in on you listening to Juice World. Are you okay? My, <laughs> my, um, uh, where I fit in this spectrum is irrelevant. But they both do the same thing because they're both just reliving things from their childhood, except Disney adults relive things that made them happy. Emo adults relive things that made them sad. Understood. Mm. Got it. Thank you. That Thank is you. a bad take. Okay. <laughs> so do I win? No. Oh. <laughs> like it's bad. I don't oh. like it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone li- relives uh, shit from their childhood. But it's like the whole thing is like Disney adults make Disney their identity. And yeah. emo adults make emo their identity. Okay, that's true. That's true. So what yeah. happens if a Disney adult 
marries an emo adult. He's sweaty. It is Did you just? How much of your arm do you need to wipe off the sweat on your forehead? <laughs> from sho- you started from the shoulder, from the shoulder to the knuckle. <laughs> I saw that in my peripheral. <laughs> it's like, Look, it's a bit, like you threw it's out your a arm. Bit hot, okay, <laughs> it's a little warm. It's not. Disney adult oh. marries an emo adult. Disney adult marries an emo adult. No one goes to the wedding. You get nobody goes to the wedding because destination it's definitely themed. wedding. <laughs> yeah. But not paying for your hotel. <laughs> You're up travels up to you. You're traveling destination to Disney. You're walking down the aisle to, to my, the disco. my black parade. My black parade. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. We can tell where you land on the my, spectrum. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, my I I own that parade. If we had to pick, Reed would definitely be a Disney adult, right? Yeah, I would probably be closer to an emo adult. Probably. Yeah. Where would you be? You can't. He You're the be, kid. You no, no, no. He's he, the kid. He he would. He's the father. We're two brothers, oh. and he's like, I hate both my fucking kids <laughs> equally, but in different ways. Yes, yeah, I hate you for each individual way that you're different. Ah, that's sad. I want you to. He said, I want you to pick up like a car or a monster truck and play on a ramp. And Jeff's sitting in a corner with his hair in his face, crying. And I'm like sitting there, like looking at you know pictures of Disney dolls, and I'm like yeah. boners and stuff. You know what I saw today that was like very nostalgic. What's that? I went uh was doing some work at someone's house today and I went into one room and they had a little one of those like shitty old little wooden bookshelf things, bookcases or whatever. Okay. VHS movies. Ooh, oh. the white ones with the white plasticky stuff? Yeah, oh. and they were all like brittle and like oh, off white cuz yeah. they're so old and it was like Pocahontas Oh, uh, spirited away. I like, used to w- watch one movies. of those, a Disney princess one, every night as I went to bed. <laughs> Wait, so you kid. are a Disney kid? You are I was a Disney, Disney adult. kid. Yeah. It's supposed to stay there. What? Where was the line? Where was the line? It was Disney. At one point, it changed to emo. I think it's when I found masturbation. That makes sense. You know, when I think of masturbation, you don't think of Disney. That doesn't I, make you emo. I don't though. think of Disney. Not the way you do it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Current events. Um. <laughs> you can't just. You're just going to completely segue away. Segue. Being loud doesn't mean it's a good transition. <laughs> um, I went to North Carolina. No, you didn't. What? Okay. <laughs> yes, I, I did. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of seemed like I don't think I, you went I know there. That you went it to seemed North like Carolina. you just disappeared for a couple days. That's fair. That's fair. But what I did bring back is a couple observations. Mm. So I really like whenever I go somewhere, read, pay attention. Um, I get to drive for a long time. <laughs> like you just you have so much time to think, mm. right? And, and you just see stuff. <laughs> this mic just hit me in the face I'm sorry, I think you hit the mic with your face nope. <laughs> Okay, number one Country music You were listening to country music? So it? I went to North Carolina, right? So obviously as soon as I crossed the state line 
Luke Combs. I turned off Paramore <laughs> and I hit scan to go to whatever local country station was Ooh, on the radio. Yeah. Which it's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Yeah. I don't listen to country ever. I used to a lot when I was a kid. I haven't done it in a while. But just driving on the back roads, you know, just it listening vibe, to Luke dude. Combs. It was great. But you know what I realized? What'd you realize? There is so much like socially acceptable alcoholism in country music. Like Ice cold beer. We all know it, right? We all understand it and accept it. But when you're just listening to it for three hours straight, at some point, it do, especially during dry January, Ooh, at yeah. some point it does become this like, Forgot we're if this that. was a real person talking about it this much, I would be concerned. Where does it cross the line, though, between them just singing about <clears throat> go, you know, going out and drinking versus right. uh, what you're saying is that it's alcoholism that's socially accepted alcoholism right is it just because you listen to multiple different artists i mean hours yeah i'll I'll tell you what it is it's the fact the concerning part is the fact that it's it's every single time we got another bad take here from jeff (laughs) jonah has been so anti me like this entire week he has been just Passive aggressive no. against me. I love it. I Since I so. got back from North I Carolina, so. I stopped to get you a coffee. You did, and thank you. I appreciate it. You spit I, in it. I saw him. <laughs> I would really believe it. <laughs> I would never. That's so gross. You said North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think that oh. when I when I think about, I'm someone who doesn't actively listen to country music. Mm-hmm. I at one point would say that I was a country music hater. Okay. But when I think of like, especially I'm being posted up a lot. I got a lot of time to think. Sure. A lot of time to listen to country. I haven't been listening to it, but the idea of it has been in my head a lot. Interesting. When I, cause like, <laughs> why? I'm thinking about my hometown mm, sometimes in Maryland, but cornfields. Another bug. <laughs> <laughs> cornfields? Cornfields. Mm hmm. Trucks, mm-hmm. open roads, mm-hmm. Carhartt. Those actually do sound very Maryland. Those are that's what that would be the identifying factors of a lot of my hometown. And mm-hmm. when I think of that, what do I think of? Country music. So when I listen, I'm thinking about country music a lot. And I'm like, oh, it's nostalgic, not for the music, but for the identity that it brings. Because it makes me think of mm. my hometown. Identity. Like that. That's what it is. I realized the part about alcohol. So it got me thinking, right, especially we're in dry January time. I'm re-evaluating my relationship with alcohol in general. Mm-hmm. And then I saw some health, self-help guy post, and he was like, uh, I'm not drinking anymore, not because I have a problem or anything like that, just because I don't want to do it anymore. And it's kind of weird that everybody is expected to do it. Like it's mm. expected that mm. if you're normal, you drink at least a little bit. Yeah, You know what I mean? Well, if you ever meet someone, it's like, no, I just don't do it at all. They're like, what that's do you mean? weird. It's right? a statement. Yeah, they stick out. It's stick either out. you're super religious or like uptight or something. Yeah. yeah, or you had a problem and you can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But the concept of somebody just not wanting to do it is mm-hmm. so weird. They're like, what do you mean? And like, I was so I was having that, and then I was listening to all this country music, and everybody's just like, "Yep, I had a beer," and it's just like, yeah, it's really like reinforced as this thing you're supposed to do just a little bit yeah it's weird that's very interesting so oh my question then in regards to that what was the alcohol culture in your house growing up 
How much did your parents drink? How much did adults around you drink? When we start, play the fifth on this or one. Or <laughs> when you start, what? I think we're going to be on very different. <clears throat> I think Reed should start. <laughs> yeah. Zilch. It's, it's from least little more <laughs> the most. <laughs> Grow, no growing, spoilers. Growing up in my household, I never once saw my dad drink wine. Really, beer, anything, nothing. Just wasn't. I a think thing. I saw my mom maybe have like a wine at a nice restaurant. Okay, growing up, um, you know, m- my father is a very, very loving and hardworking man. He's retired now. He deserves it. But it is very funny when we go on vacation somewhere and he orders a virgin pina colada <laughs> because he don't want no alcohol in it. Really? And I'm like, it's almost, so, it's like when when someone's like, oh, I want a virgin like strawberry daiquiri, sometimes you're like, that's cringe. Mm-hmm. But if you see like a older established man say that, it's almost cool. I mean, if I saw that and I didn't know him, I would totally think he was a recovering alcoholic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm like. Is that cool though? I, I didn't say it was cool. I think it's cool because it's like. I mean, I guess a, it's cool. A, it's edgy, right? It's like a statement. <laughs> you're right. Alcoholism is cool as long as you're in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholism is really cool in the past tense. Yes. That you're now that you're past it. Mm-hmm. So like when he's just like that, people who used to smoke. That's cool. It's yeah. not cool if you still smoke, but people that used, used to, smoke, to smoke. That's cool. cool. What? Where are you guys getting this from? Everybody knows this. It's like that's why youth pastors are always like, yeah, you know, when I was a kid. Smoked a couple of cigarettes. I even sold a pot once or twice. They do that? All the time. They Dude. say that? It, oh, it, yeah, man. It, they think it makes them relatable because uh-huh. they made mistakes, too. Did you ever go to, like, youth camps growing up? Yeah. Not camps, but I went to youth group, yeah. stuff like that. Did you? Join? I mean, technically, but not really. So did you ever have, like, the youth pastor that was like, what's up, guys? You know, I'm here with my smoking hot wife who I can have <laughs> sex with. But, like, if you repent and have Jesus, you too can have sex one day when you get married. And then I'm me, like, sixth grade. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get married so I can have sex. <laughs> that is, like, such a, like, youth pastor stereotype. Yep. My smoking hot wife that I have sex with and the big guy's okay with it. Because we're re- you can relate to yeah. that because you're some horny I, fucking teenagers. As far as I remember, at least, none of my youth pastors were ever that cringe. It would, But it was more like... Uh, no, sex is fine as long as you're married. Yeah, but it wasn't like my smoking hot wife. I I was that. Like I that. went to those no. youth groups. It was cringe. But I back to some, the the, ha- yeah. the alcohol. so no drinking, no drinking. My in household house was no. They weren't against it. Sure, it just it was just didn't happen. Right. Kind of what I'm getting at is like I'm not sure it exists, but it doesn't seem to exist a lot. Is the idea of like just a, not even abstaining? Just it's not something I enjoy, so it's not something I do. Yes, precisely. Jonah? Mm. Oh, and so how much do you drink nowadays? How what would you describe your drinking habits as? Uh as a less, fully grown legal adult who can purchase alcohol whenever they like. Less than moderate. I'll have a maybe a drink yeah. a week. I would I would uh cor- corroborate drink a that week story. or you drink one time a week. Um like typically there's not I mean there's alcohol in my house. Yeah. I don't remember the last time other than the the fact that you got me my drink to this. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm blaming this on you. You enabler. No, unless like someone gets me a drink that it's I really like, gift. I'm not going to drink at my house because I just simply don't want to. Gotcha. I'll only drink if I'm like, oh, let's go out to a bar. Yeah, I'll get a drink. Sure. Yeah. And that happens. What I might go out once, twice a week. 
So you're a very mild drinker. Yeah. Honestly, the reason for me not drinking a lot is because because I do drink going out mm-hmm. is financial mm. because drink drinking's expensive. If you go out. If you go out, which is when I drink most of the mm-hmm. time, which is why I don't drink a lot. You know, okay. I just also don't have the urge to buy alcohol and drink at my house just because it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Jonah? I can't go to sleep sober, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. What was your what what was the alcohol culture growing up in your household? Um, and you don't have to get into as much detail if you don't want to. Was that a just earlier you said I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> so I was simply no, respecting it was, that. Let me see. It was uh a few quite a few different phases. Gotcha. Uh I yeah. Um but I don't know. It wasn't I I think I don't know. My dad went through a phase of not drinking at all for maybe like 10 years or something wow. when I was a kid. Um, maybe like a beer at a party or something mm-hmm. at a friend's house. Uh, my mom, I don't know. She's She likes wine. <laughs> she's gotcha. been like, you know, uh, I don't think she drank every night at any point when I was a kid. But like, I don't know, at some point. We got a little older, you know, Mm -hmm. there's some foul play. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Cool. But, uh, nothing crazy. Just like, it was there, but they didn't, I don't know. They didn't like rely on it or like have to be drinking. You wouldn't have described them as alcoholics at any point? No. (laughs) Okay. Cool. (laughs) I did leave out one specific detail, Mm -hmm. which I think is to why my not to my dad, my dad just it's not his thing. For my mom, my dad, my grandfather was a fully fledged alcoholic. Mm. I think my mom didn't, out of spite of that. That'll do that. Yeah, yeah. that'll do that to you. Yeah. So I guess Jonah, you would probably be. I would describe that as slightly heavy. Like uh, it was a slight heavy. Like slight at heavy. the heaviest it was, it was probably a slight heavy. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But still not ridiculous you know but definitely more prevalent than like probably what would be standard i would imagine probably but i have no like i have memory from before middle school Mm -hmm. but i have no memory of like anything alcohol related like i don't think that far back my parents were like drinking often or regularly Mm -hmm. or like had it in the house maybe even gotcha and how would you describe your drinking habits? Not this month, obviously, but nowadays in your current adult life. Um, I think for my age, for my age group, for my demographic, mm-hmm. I think I'm on the twenty-two-year-old straight white man. Yeah, I think I'm on a, it's a good demographic to be in. <laughs> <laughs> right in the fucking slot. I win. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Congratulations! You will be successful. <laughs> Fucking confetti goes off the back. Oh. Um, Sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the low end for the demographic, um, if I averaged it out to a number of drinks per week, mm. probably, I would say four drinks a week maybe five because maybe once a month we'll, we'll go to a bar mm-hmm. and i'll have like seven or eight drinks mm-hmm. 
the whole night. With a safe ride, of course. Yeah, but I, I rarely drink at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if, if I go to dinner or something, I'll definitely like have one drink usually. So probably like four drinks a week. Gotcha. On average. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? What? I don't need it. We don't yeah. need. To, we don't need all of this. Yeah, <laughs> that was your question. Yeah, I wanted to know about you guys. Mm-hmm. We're <laughs> no, in a. Uh, of course, I. What? We're in an exponential growth pattern. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Very exponential. Um, what I'm told is, at some point before I was sentient, the drinking habits were basically nothing, and then my uh, allegedly, so allegedly, like two and under, nothing. Basically, that's what that's what I'm told. I can't corroborate that story. True. Um, what I'm told is my parents, and I'm divorced household, right? So when I talk about parents, I'm talking about my uh, biological mom, stepfather. Basically, for all that I can remember, it was always drinking every night, pretty much until the point of intoxication, basically. It's a lot of calories. A lot of calories, dude. And my mom is so skinny. It's actually wild. Um, so to me, alcohol was normal. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, that's what you do. You come home and you have a beer. Like... And it wasn't always, it was less sometimes. It wasn't always to being drunk, but it was definitely like you start drinking and you don't stop until you go to bed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so that's how I've always thought drinking was, was you mm. start drinking and it's a period of time and there might be days you don't do it at all, but once you start, once you pop, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. So you just keep drinking until you're, you go to bed. I think prior, like before... Prior to 18, uh, or maybe around 18, high school or something, Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever saw my parents, like, drink until they went to sleep. Really? Yeah. Like, I think there was pretty much always, like, a cutoff. Because usually they would only drink a decent amount if, if, like, we all went to, like, a party, kind of, like, a, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, their friends and all that kind of thing, but, Mm -hmm. like, a kid-friendly thing. <clears throat> and obviously, one of them would only have like one drink or something. But, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever saw that. The standard would always like you make one last drink to mm. take to bed with you, basically, because mm. as you're like in bed doing your never heard of whether that. you're like watching a show or whatever you're like right before bad activity yeah. is, mm. you got a drink for that. Gotcha. Tell me, Jeff, has you know, did that affect your relationship with alcohol? Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> I can answer. Yeah, please answer for me, Jonah. Yes. <laughs> I think I knew the answer as well, but I wanted <laughs> Jeff to say it. Uh, I've been sober this whole year, 19 days, and it's been completely fine. I thought you relapsed. I know. <laughs> Genuinely. He sent me a picture of a dose, or a uh, Stella. Stella. Mm. <clears throat> and I was out. He sent me a picture of just a Stella, and I was like, Jeff. Like an empty Stella? Open Stella. Open. Uh, Yeah. He was at home drinking. And I was like, how disappointing. Guess I'm in it, you know. In it by yourself? Yeah. Which, I mean, I am anyways. uh, We don't have like a thing going on. That's true. Was your other roommate drinking it? Uh, No, it was um, a non-alcoholic Stella. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've actually never. I've seen those like on menus of bars and places. I've never mm-hmm. had one before though. I um I went to the gym yesterday and I worked out real hard. Nice. And I needed tortilla chips, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go get myself a treat. So I was gonna go get like a dark chocolate or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
And then I just happened to walk through the beer aisle. And then I... <laughs> whoa, whoa, what a, how did I get here? <laughs> well, it was on the... I think they moved. <laughs> well, I was sure, trying sure to find the, the candy. The so, tortilla you know, you chips are on the other other half of the store. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'll go through this aisle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, you know, I saw the old duels. I was like, hmm, you know, a non-alcoholic beer might be tasty. And then I saw Stella, which Stella is like my favorite normal quote unquote beer. You know, not like an IPA. Yeah. And I was like, a non-alcoholic. Are you an IPA Stella. guy? I love an IPA. Oh, fuck no. I can't believe that you thought that I just left you hanging on sober January. Well, it's not like, a th- you know, we're not in this together. That's true. You know, technically we are, mm-hmm. but like we're just, sorry, okay. we're just both doing it. Right. So <clears throat> I uh, I wasn't disappointed in you for uh, leaving me hanging. I was disappointed Very funny, in, in Raid. you sorry. for drinking. Sorry. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with no... No background music. What the hell? Looking at <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this fucking office. I wasn't office. disappointed in in you for leaving me hanging mm-hmm. with sobriety. I was just disappointed in you for for you not going through with your own sobriety gotcha. goals. He said he was disappointed with your m- weak mental state. Right. Yeah. He wasn't gotcha. mad. He I'm was looking just forward to drinking. Though. Worse. Yeah, me too. I don't even... <laughs> so, to answer my question, um, I, prior to January... Well, because I asked you guys uh, what you're drinking uh, happens now. But I was now. talking. <laughs> well, you didn't finish the... Let's button the point, and then we can move on. It's not a button when you just interrupt somebody. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Because no, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I just know that I'm pissed off. I, was I not in the middle of a sentence? You might have been in the middle of a sentence. Let's not fight on air. Could be entertaining. I apologize. It probably would be entertaining. This isn't. This little scuffle isn't. <laughs> but when we really get going. <laughs> when they're not scuffling. Yeah. So, Reed, ask me what my drinking habits are now. Jeff, what are your drinking habits? Prior to January, which keep in mind, ramping up to these sober, healthy months, we always go real hard. You know what I mean? Gotta, Why are you shaking your head? Gotta, Why are you shaking your head? Gotta get them drinks in in December. Who's we? Uh, we both do it. You were talking about, like, you were eating bad because, like... It's rolling around and no. Okay. That was that was March of last year. Oh right. March we Long did time real ago. bad. Long time. Because we did a sober April. But uh so right before January, I was definitely drinking every night. And I would probably average nine to thirteen drinks a night, basically. That's a lot of calories. It's so many calories, dude. That's where that's, and you know, my mind doesn't even go like, dang, that's an unhealthy amount of alcohol. Man. <laughs> You know any Chipotle bowls you could eat of those Dude, calories? that's like where my mind is now. Because like, I haven't been sober for the whole year. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem or a dependency or an addiction to alcohol or anything like that. It's if you just... couldn't stop, then we would have a real issue. Right. And the problem is once I start drinking, like for the evening, I don't typically like to stop. Which comes from... But <clears throat> Shut up. <laughs> we don't talk about this, though. When people talk about having a problem, mm-hmm. like, sure, you can be addicted to something mm-hmm. and be able to stop, but, and I'm not calling you out. This okay. is like a broad sure. thing regarding addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't moderate mm. when you start, like, yeah, you can go without it, 
but you can't moderate when you start again. Is that maybe like as bad? No, I see what you're getting. Not as bad. Yeah, yeah. Like if you literally can't stop, obviously that's worse, but. Like if, uh, like going, when we come back to drinking after this, I, especially for caloric reasons, because I'm really all in on the whole health thing right now. I really want to make good lifestyle choices. And you're right. It's a lot of calories. Yeah. So I want to, what I want to do is limit the amount of days that I drink basically. And, you know, I'll be drinking more when I drink, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm okay with that because it happens less. So I want to shoot for like two to three days a week, basically. That to me seems like a healthy medium. Yeah. And so somebody with a problem would not be able to moderate that two to three days a week, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you're getting at? Like you can't moderate when you start. No. Oh. I'm <clears throat> saying you can't moderate when you start. You can't moderate, not you, mm-hmm. but like, <clears throat> like you can't have two beers. It's like, I okay, I'm, I'm drinking today. So I'm going to start with one beer, but mm-hmm. like it's unlimited until I go to sleep. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I would pretty much say that's where I'm at. Not really. Like, mm-hmm. I've done that. I've had two beers in a day, but that's normally like there's a reason. Like, oh, we went to a brunch thing, you know? So I had two beers at 11 o'clock in the days. morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, obviously, because it's early, didn't drink again after that. And then yeah. maybe I didn't drink for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go home, take a nap, and then you do whatever. Right. But if I was at home, I would never make dinner, have a beer. And then just stop drinking. Mm, I why? see. Why, why start? Why drink at all? To have a good time. Is your... And to taste something good. Is your end goal when drinking to feel the feeling of inebriation? I wouldn't say inebriation. Like, it's... Because, like, it's not about getting drunk at Okay. All. But... Oh, it's not like a frat party relationship. No, no, with... no, no, no. Like, the other thing is, like, when these... They're drinking to only get drunk. Right. Like, especially when you're drinking They're beer. drinking so they have an, uh, what is it, alibi? Liquid. Alibi? <laughs> what? Because they're going to do some illegal shit. Oh, I see. Ooh. Yeah, it's not good. When I drink, it's mostly for the taste. And then the other part is, like, there's a feeling, obviously, associated, but it's not drunkenness. Mm-hmm. There's a level pre-drunkenness that is... I guess tipsiness, buzzness. Yeah. And I've gotten very good. Like, I haven't been drunk, I don't think, in a pretty long time. Definitely not, like, drunk drunk. Yeah. You know, like, you get pretty good at moderating and knowing your limits. But that limit might be pretty high for some people. Yeah. Depending on how you space it, how often you drink. What? (laughs) I feel a lot of judgment from one side of this table right now. I'm very supportive. Thank you, Shona. Mm -hmm. I think you're doing a great thing right now. And, I would encourage you, you will to, be for you know, the next 11 days. <laughs> and then after that, I don't know. <laughs> I would oh. say continue the moderation mm-hmm. in a healthy manner. Thank you. That yeah. is the goal. No, I think you have great goals. We've I mean, we've talked a few times yeah. o- um over this month and stuff about getting back into uh things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, substances, right? Alcohol or uh, marijuana, for some. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah I, and what that's gonna look like, right? And I think the biggest thing, like, like I say, I think my biggest thing with alcohol isn't a my 
like my problem isn't drinking. My problem is drinking mm. the physical act of drinking. Yeah. Like I'm done with my coffee. Got it. You know gotcha. what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a habit. Right. How full is your coffee? Okay, not as impressive as I thought, but you know, I've I mean? been pr- I was pretty thirsty. When I have a, th- a drink in front of me, I drink it mm-hmm. like very quickly. And so, if I have a beer in front of me, I drink it very quickly. And I'm also very habitual in general. So, like, I got in a real habit of like, come home this time, have a beer, mm-hmm. make dinner, do these tasks. That's your day. Do the same thing every day. Uh, now, recently, I've replaced that with I go to the gym after work every day. That's good. Takes up time. Takes up drinking time. Mm-hmm. Get home a little later. I got to do this task. I don't want to drink for that. And then now it's time for bed. Might as well not drink at all. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So you have like uh Replace your bad habits with good habits. And there's less time good. for your bad habits. Yeah. And then eventually it gets to the point where it becomes the norm. Right. That you don't even think about what it was before. Exactly. 21 days. You're counting? No, 21 days to build a new habit. Oh, really? Yeah. If you do it daily. Yeah. Oh. Is, I think the, the and I, it's, rule of thumb. I think it, it's like at least double or triple that to break a habit. So building uh, <laughs> building habits is much easier than breaking habits. Interesting. That's why you replace with other habits. Exactly. Look at that. Yeah. We are a Manosphere self-help podcast. <laughs> Speaking of gym... I have really been enjoying the gym, like yeah. on a physical, like, like I feel better, like physically, emotionally, sexually, it's spiritually, cr- yeah, all those things mm-hmm. at the same time. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. in an absolute euphoric state in the gym. It's crazy. <clears throat> He's like on like the elliptical. Ugh! Oh, there's no Ugh. ellipticals, my friend. That's oh, for wow. noobs. Do okay. you feel good in the gym or just when you leave? Both. Like, Post. I think the best feeling is after the gym when you get in the car. And you just like your muscles start to relax and you're like, one, you're driving home. So it's like, yeah, got that. But then also like you start to get the slight soreness that lets you know you did something. Mm. But it's also you're relaxing. So you're not like in pain. Mm. And it's just like, good job. Yeah. And then that's when the endorphins hit. Oh, what yeah. are you doing at the gym? I'm doing, uh, I was doing a mile every day on the treadmill. Now I'm doing two miles. And um, I do that at like a, the steepest incline possible at a walk but right when your walk is about to break into a run but right before that so mm. like a three i've got 3.7 yeah right around there so i've got one foot on the ground at all times nice but it's like pretty quick a fast walk if you will speaking of miles you know at physical therapy today at the end of my session they gave me a tablet first question on the tablet does your physical injury impair you from walking a mile and i'm looking at the tablet <laughs> And, like, I want to look back up my physical therapist and, like, how the fuck am I supposed to answer this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, you could walk a mile. It would just take forever. It would take probably, it would be, like, 24 hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm just, like, this is the first question you're going to start with. Like, how about, does your physical impairment make doing home chores difficult same thing like oh mm. i'm moderate yeah build up can you walk a mile can you hear at, at physical therapy the, walk the worst a mile. thing is it, it's like a spectrum it's like difficult slightly difficult moderate mm. slightly moderate mm. well, no difficulty mm-hmm. and i'm like i have to click the worst one like <laughs> impossible it's really just tossing your ailment in your face. Yeah. I was just like, nice. man. And the worst thing is I have to do this like 
every f- like three sessions is like this questionnaire because mm. it it's a uh, like a tracker. I get I get a a grade on mm. on it, and the first one I took, ten percent, and it's in red <laughs> to know it's bad. It's like a spectrum. It's like you know it's you supposed to fill test. up. It's like ten percent, and I'm like I didn't even get like a C, like or a D. Uh, well, I. I scored a 30 You don't today. even get a letter. Yeah. I got a 30. You still don't get a letter. So your grades aren't good? Grades aren't good in physical therapy. What's yeah. your uh, What's your knee PA? Stupid. Jonah. Jonah. Are you a dad doing? now? Because that's yeah. a straight yeah. dad joke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, my, my grades in physical therapy aren't great. Well, I'm sorry well, to hear that. Yeah. But I, I've been improving. I got a 30% over a 10%. That's a It'd be concerning 20% improvement, were, right? It yeah. was an orange this time, not red. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I say, <clears throat> big moves over here. Yeah, no, but yeah, good. I just want to let you know. It was, well, I felt disrespected at physical therapy. <laughs> well, in addition to walking a mile, I've also started doing leg presses. Oh, nice. Where you sit and you're like just really using your knees to push weights up. You know, I'm watching the way your, your knees are bending. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I can uh-huh. bend my knee at 80 degree angle at the at the at me pushing to my absolute max. I can hyperextend my knees. Motherfucker. Ugh. Ooh, want to hear about something physical bad that happened to me? Sure. Might make you feel better. So I was doing <laughs> tricep pull downs, right? You know what those are? Yes. And so, you know, there's like two sides to a lot of these, or four sometimes. Like, it's a machine that has a different thing on each side. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm on this side doing a tricep pull down. And earlier, uh, so there's a, a woman that walks in, right? Pretty small. <laughs> what? Continue. The, the key word I was going to say is petite. She's small, right? I don't, I don't know. It'll come in later. It's not weird, okay? So she gets on the tricep machine across from me, right? So we're facing each other. Yeah, the image I have is, Je- is Jeff just doing a different face after each one where the, the weights go in front of him. He's like... <laughs> and she's like, 911. Uh, so you were already... On you were already using that machine, mm-hmm. and a woman came up and started using it across from you. Right. Wow. What? Kudos to her. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's dedicated. You want to talk is, about being dedicated? You know what? Going to the gym and stuff. <laughs> that is up, social across from you. <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication right there she's not waiting she's not waiting for you to be done she's like i need to get this done now and i need to get out of here fast before he's done <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry go on shank to the low blow right there man and reed would know what that feels like just all right come on jeff as people who don't work out, <clears throat> that is true. You might not understand that when you're working out as a man, maybe women do it too. When an attractive member of the opposite sex walk in, or same sex, or same sex, depending on your preference. For me, it'd be opposite. Um, you might throw an extra five on. You know, Ooh. it's instinctive. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. We're going to twenty-five today. The problem is you got to be careful because you don't want to go too high, and then you get the. 
You, you get the shakes. <laughs> yes. Or it pulls you up. <laughs> <laughs> it just pulls him up and he's dangling. <laughs> so, somebody help me, please. <laughs> it's too far. <laughs> His feet are like dangling off the edge. So I do that. 45 minutes. <laughs> I timed it right. I'm able to do the things. Nice. Right? Good. So I do mine. And we instinctively did the thing where we weren't doing it at the same time. Like while I was resting, she was doing hers. While she was resting, I was doing mine. Just kind of happens naturally. Proper gym etiquette. Yes, of course. Very. Um, so I do mine and then I rest. And then she goes up to do hers. And... She was doing double what I was doing at twice the speed. Well, goddamn. <laughs> it was just man. Such, it was such a like. I take back what I said earlier <laughs> about her being dedicated. <laughs> She's just strong. <laughs> yep. Why would she be intimidated? She's like, okay, well, you know, I'm about to put up double that. So, you know. This should oh. not be a problem. So that was a good feeling. <laughs> I, I quickly switched machines. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I, if you, uh, yeah, if you have any, um, I don't know, if you feel good physically mm-hmm. and you go to a gym, you can you can be humbled very. Fast. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's. Yeah. You know when like you know when you have a like, obviously you always feel like shit physically. Always. But occasionally you have that you know, a day mm-hmm. where it's like I feel good like if you know I'm confident. You feel, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you go on one of those days, like, oh, it'll 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 crush that immediately. Yep. That literally happened to me yesterday. I was doing um, I was doing uh, the bicep pull downs, right, with the little mm-hmm. bar, and you sit and you got the thing on your lap, and so it's like that. Yep. And so I do that, and then I move on to another machine, and then later I come back to do the tricep pull downs, which are right next to that, and I just see a guy with gloves on and a weight belt leave the bent the bench press. He just like did a bench and then he sits down and just starts doing that. Like he's doing compounds or whatever, where he's mm-hmm. going back and forth and just like triple what I was doing earlier without having just benched. Or you go up to a machine and you have to do like the, oh, the un- <laughs> unplug of shame where it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's like set to like reach down to the floor. Yep. And then you Literally. Put it there's a little thing on the side that you can add that I didn't realize. It's an extra five because it only goes, a lot of them do increments of 10. Mm. And so it's if you just want five more. I think I'm the only person at that gym that uses that. because Everybody I'm the, uses that. <laughs> only one that only needs five more. <laughs> Everyone uses that. No one's jumping up like 10 pounds <clears> at a time on a, or you can, but a lot of people are stepping up. Right. What matters is bad. that you're doing the weight that gets you to strength. Yes. Doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Yep. I'm getting good burns, good pumps at the weights that I need. Good games. Which are, Where are you getting much your, less uh, than everybody else, but it's, it's fine. Where are you getting your information from? Uh, a multitude of sites. Let's hear them. Pornhub. I don't I don't remember offhand. Reddit. Got like oh, just random stuff. <clears throat> yeah, just random That's stuff. Fair. But it's good. It's, it's well-rounded, you know, standard. Three sets of six to eight. If you do under six, go down five pounds. Do over eight, go up five pounds. Bro science. Bro science. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, that concludes the Manosphere portion of this podcast. Give it up for health, everybody. Give it up for health. Or the... the um, what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> You're healthy. 
I mean, you're that's that is you're a, working out. I am. Yeah, I work out every fucking day. Yeah, you do. I do. Give it up for Reed. Reed, let's talk about something non-workout related. Yes, that I bet you'll be interested in. Okay, Justin Roiland. Wish I knew who that was. Do you know who that is? Nope, never oh, heard geez. the name. Okay, he's the guy next. That... <laughs> no one knows who it is. Everybody next. else knows who it is. He's the guy that voices. Ev- talk to them then. Hey, pop. <laughs> Justin Roiland, the guy who voices everybody, basically from Rick and Morty. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Co-creator of Rick and Morty. Got it. That guy. Yeah. Um, is that Rick or Morty? Both. Ah, fuck, I didn't know that. Yep. That's wild. Yep. He's like uh, Nick Kroll. Yes, very wow. much so. And a bunch of other people. Yeah, he does. yeah. It's his, like, he co-created it, and he does a lot of the voices. Um, Is this the dude's sex allegations? Oh, yeah. Among oh. other things. <sighs> like domestic a- abuse or something. Domestic abuse, pedophilic grooming. Oh! Um, wrongful imprisonment, which I don't know more about that one, but he's being charged with it, so... <laughs> How do you get charged for wrongful imprisonment? I think it means you imprison a person. Like it's oh, like a and kidnapping they, and they thing. Were, they were innocent or something. Like no, no. Like they want to leave your house and you don't let them out of your house. Oh, I'm pretty sure whoa. that's what it is. That, okay, yeah. yeah, that's fucked. That or it might be lying about like a charge and they get in trouble for it. Anyway, the, a lot um, of shit. The grooming itself is yeah, probably no need enough. to do any research before you bring up a topic. <laughs> Being like, hey, let's talk about <laughs> this. Just happened, okay? Or I just found out about it. <laughs> anyway, rest in peace to Justin Roiland. Um, did he, so did, like did an, he actually it, die? No, I mean just his career. Oh, um, yeah, is Rick yeah. and Morty like over? Uh, so Adult Swim hasn't made a statement yet, but that's, I assume it's got to be right. Damn! I <laughs> Let me love, tell you some stuff. Uh, some receipts I do have. He uh, messaged a 16-year-old girl. <sighs> I think she was like a Twitch streamer or something. And he was basically like, um, once you uh once you turn eighteen, you can be a cam whore or what stuff the like fuck? that. Um asking her to meet like in person. Dude, weird, if you ha- if you have anything like that. that's somewhat successful, like I feel like this just happens to so many fucked up like they just fuck up their whole careers. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Are they like fucking perverts? successful or not or are they uh you know does being successful turn you into a pervert not exclusively but like does it make you more prone to being a pedophile or something Mm. like the whole jeffrey epstein thing like you start hanging out with successful people and they're all pedophiles so So you just become one uh, you are the people who you surround yourself with they's all on the island right maybe justin roland been on the island god damn it or maybe especially if you're like a nerd guy and you're not successful in, you know, relations. Yeah. And then you get successful in life, and then it becomes easier to be successful in relations. I feel like those those guys, like, they go as far as, like, prostitutes probably, though. But, like, That's I don't true. think they, they take that, we need that side, uh, side road to pedophilia or whatever. We got to bring back Chris Hansen. <laughs> you know, uh, Dateline's canceled, right? Why? Do you know? You don't know why? No, I don't know. The guy why. killed himself. Like one of the pedophiles, allegedly. Which one? I don't know. The last one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. No, I, think um, I saw uh, like a thumbnail or something. He was on a podcast. 
Chris Hansen? Yeah. A couple months Dude, ago. Dude, that means he's doing the Lord's work. Was. Should be doing it. He needs to he needs to do like an underground operation. They, that's kind of what they that's what it was. But it needs to continue. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the oh, best it's underground because yeah, we true. don't even know it's what's going on. It's not televised anymore. It's so, real work now. Yeah. He's not making a profit though. Whatever. <laughs> He's probably doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he needs to profit off the the uh the lives that he's ruining. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, your face just snapped into a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I was trying to really like I was, drive that. I was point trying home. to find the Justin Roiland tweet, and I come back to a totally different conversation. Yeah, I'm, we're just talking about Chris dude, Hansen. He, you know, he's like so savage. He's like, so what did you bring tonight? No cookies for you. Soda. <laughs> Condom. He's like, I see you brought pizza. Were you gonna eat that? <laughs> I see you brought Mike's hard lemonade. Is that just for you? That just just for you? No now, cookies for you? be honest. Do you have condoms? condoms? <laughs> <laughs> Me and all my friends used to just get blazed and just watch Chris Hansen back Dude, he was to a back. Savage. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rest I went in through peace. a weird phase where I just watched it on... I never watched it on TV, but YouTube. Just YouTube. Yeah, that's what we would do, too. Yeah, yeah. And just for hours. Yeah. Like for a month or something, I yeah. like often would watch There's it. There's plenty of episode. arguments to be had about the merits of the show and whether or not it was entrapment or if it's validated because of the what they did. But either way, very entertaining. Because mm-hmm. pedophiles are like Nazis. They're the one crime that we can all be like, yeah, we all hate that. Screw any empathy. Yeah. <laughs> That's evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't look like just because I didn't say. I'm anything not just looking at. You. Doesn't mean that I don't. This is agree. a podcast, okay. Jonah. <laughs> say you agree. <laughs> For Side, audio you're, listeners, you're I, I shook my head. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're uh, coming up on time, but there's one more time-sensitive thing we got to get to real quick. Okay. <clears throat> that is, I did it for us, so you didn't have to. I watched Thelma. Oh. Now I know we've talked about it. But have you heard the? Uh, any I've, of the reviews I've, I've of heard Velma? Nothing. Really? Zilch. Okay. Um, Who'd you dress up for last Halloween? Me? Mm-hmm. Velma. Whoa. What the? <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that. You dressed yeah. up as Velma? Hold up. We got to throw that picture in here. <laughs> no, I want to see that find picture. It. That was the problem. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I hope s- we can find it. Yeah. Or not last because. We were looking for that picture. Oh, you're right. Like, it was two tw- Halloween. Twenty twenty two? No, twenty twenty one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, we all dressed up as the gang and just I was Velma. It's not like I just but, decided to go as Velma alone. Okay. <laughs> but there were two women mm-hmm. in this party. <laughs> Hold up. Guess who and the women played? Shaggy and Fred. No, there were two women, and Jeff starts by going, I'm Velma. <laughs> so now there's only one woman left. So the other woman was Scooby. Rut-row, Raggy. That's how it started, was Jeff being, I'm, I'm Velma. And yeah, he wore, he wore a skirt. So you're yeah, saying, but the, the your justification in the context of what you just did was, no, no, no. The, everybody else was dressed up, so I was Velma. What I'm finding out is, it said, "I'm Velma." Mm-hmm. Everybody else figured it out. Yes, that's what happened. 
That's You're problematic. Was the casting not perfect of all the people who we had dressed up as the gang? It was as was good it not as perfect it could casting. have been. It was as good as it could have been. Shaggy? No, I had to be Fred. We had another uh, kind of stoner friend at the time. All right, that's fair. The, the stoner was dating Scooby at the time. Which kind of, yeah, that, that makes sense. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Velma. Okay. Yeah. They made a Velma cartoon, yada, yada. Um, the internet is pissed because it's not good. Okay. And everybody's like, this sucks. And they did a race blind casting. And what? so, race blind casting. So it's like when what? you race blind casting. Where they cast blind to the person's race? Right. So, race is not a factor when you like cast. Like the Little Mermaid. Right. Race blind. Race blind, yeah. Or Hamilton. I never heard of race the... blind. NASCAR. <laughs> race race blind. blind. <laughs> so but what's so funny, right, is like I watch the show. It is not good. Oh wow. It is not good because Are they of, all race blind or uh, no, I mean just Fred's a lead. white straight man. It race blind means like none of them like it doesn't matter. Who made it? Who made it? I mean people. I know Mindy, Mindy something. Warner Brothers, right? Scooby, uh, I believe yeah. Scooby Doo is under Warner Brothers. Yep, but is so, she Velma? Yeah, she's Velma, Mindy, and Velma uh, is an Indian woman yeah. in the mm-hmm. show. Uh, Daphne is an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. Shag Shaggy. Like, are you saying their voice actors are, or their characters um, in the show? I'm only talking about the characters in the show. I know Velma's played by Mindy, who is Indian, and then I don't know who plays Daphne, but mm-hmm. in the show she is Asian. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, I assume an Asian person. Yeah. Oh, this is um, animated. Yeah. Mm. So, but wait. Hmm. So is Velma Indian? Yes. Oh, I thought you said she was black. No. Okay. A lot of people on the internet are falsely saying that because people are pissed. So people are obviously upset because the show's bad, but mm-hmm. obviously a lot of people are doing the Little Mermaid thing where they're like, "It's trying to be so woke, now it's bad." Gotcha. And so <clears throat> a lot of people just hate it because it's different, right? Yeah. They hate that. Velma is an Indian woman. They mm-hmm. hate. Uh, they're also like they made Velma lesbian, which w- didn't we all see that I coming? Like that I feel makes, like that is not that a retcon. I feel like that was just accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing that happened with She-Hulk because I right. think the writing of She-Hulk was inherently bad mm-hmm. to the point where people could easily blame it for wokeness. Right. Because it, it was. I mean, a lot of that was written into the script, but if you took a lot of like the Take the same actor, the same you know, same casting. The actress was good. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. I didn't see She Hulk. I I didn't watch it all the way through. Okay, Maybe. I uh, I de- I watched a good chunk of it. It's inherently not bad because you know it's different. Like watching something that's inherently bad acting. Sure, like that's just like bad. But you can easily watch something that's like this is a great actor or actress who is being held back by shit writing, and that's what She Hulk was. Sure. Yeah. The whole cast is great, right? But like, for what they were trying to accomplish, I shouldn't. I don't think it could have been written I, like that. I will say it does seem like Velma, like that. The premise was we're gonna make everybody different, and then they're like, "That's enough to carry the show. We're not gonna actually put any effort in uh, writing a good show," because it, it, there are some really good jokes, especially good like woke, like self aware jokes. There's uh-huh. a couple that I'm like, that would be really funny if the show was half decent, but. The, I think the worst part, they made Shaggy a, uh, first of all, they changed his name, which is so. What? His name is like Norcom or something what? like that. You can't fucking do that. I know. It's like, Why? what's the point? No idea. You can't do that. And 
Blind, <clears throat> blind naming? Blind? blind naming. Blind name casting, apparently. <laughs> but there's a scene where they're talking, and he has, like, uh, he's driving Velma, and he's, like, talking to her, and he's like, I bet the murder has something to do with drugs, looks at the camera, which I hate. Blink. Really? <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, that's hilarious. That's funny. Right? <clears throat> that's so funny. And then, like, two scenes later, he's Googling, are drugs a problem in our schools? And then, like, a couple scenes later, he's, like, making, he's a streamer, Mm -hmm. and he finds out stoners like his content, and he's like, well, I'm going to quit, because I'm anti-drug. And I'm like, you had a great thing, Mm. and then you butchered it. You you can't, yeah, they cross the line after it. Right. So, I think the, the, but as far as the discourse goes, the funniest thing to me is that people have, everybody agrees the show is bad. So, all you have to do is say the show is bad. Uh But the amount of, like people who are still being racist and still being sexist uh, when they have every opportunity to just say it's bad and get away with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you not want to say it's bad because you don't want to be lumped in with the racists? <clears throat> no, I'm happy or to say it's bad, saying... but I'm not going to say it's bad because Velma's an Indian. There's a difference I'm not going to be... say it's bad because Hollywood went woke. Or because they hate straight white men. Yeah. I'm going to say it's bad because the writing is shit and they kill every joke by butchering it. There's a difference between saying that's bad TV, movie, film writing versus that's bad excuse to be racist. Exactly. <laughs> I just watched a whole video essay where they were like, this is the liberal media taking out their grudge with straight white men because Fred is the only straight white male in the main cast. Mm-hmm. And he's like dumb. He's like an idiot. And they're like, see... They're making a mockery of straight white men, the real minority. <laughs> so, that's, so we don't we shouldn't watch it. I uh, would not recommend it. I mean, I it's, will not be watching it. It's short and it's good to laugh at, I guess, but it's it's definitely not not entertaining. Not worth the time. No. Um, if we were smoking weed, I would say it'd probably be a good high watch because it's funny. Oh, there's also a subplot of Velma having a heart attack, which just got to say, I hate personally. She's like constantly on the verge of having a heart attack. Oh, God. Do they address it? Yeah. No, it's it's a whole thing. She's like, oh, it's the big one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, constantly. (laughs) I am going to watch this show. It is wild. The show is wild. Oh, shit. Uh, So that's Velma. Um that's the show guys we are out of time um it's good to be back good to be back in the studio reed good to have you here thank you thanks for making it out thanks for getting me out here yeah so um i don't have a oh wait we do have a question hold on okay so i have a friend who is talking to a guy and he's a fine young man on paper but has no vibe she said so, like, would a man prefer to be told this, or would they prefer her to just give up on talking to them in a non-confrontational matter? A ghosting of sorts. So, if you're talking to a woman, and just talking, yeah. just in the talking phase very early, and she wants to basically end the endeavor mm-hmm. strictly based on vibe. Yes. Let's say two weeks of talking. Two weeks of talking. That's, that's a good number. That's valid. Would you rather her talk to you about it and tell you, we should stop this because I don't. I just don't really like your vibe. Uh-huh. Or would you rather her just ghost you? Uh, there's a third option. I'll get into it. But out of those okay. two given options, mm-hmm. um, tell me. Mm. Because, cool, no hard feelings. Maybe I can go work on myself. 
But third option, tell me. Don't tell me because it's my vibe. <laughs> that's what I... <laughs> okay, so that's... Uh, my whole take on the situation is there's no conversation to be had, like you telling me, because it's not really something I can change. My yeah. vibe is just kind of my vibe. Yeah. Like, that's not really true. There is some stuff, but, like, that's not really a beneficial conversation. No. Versus in a ghosting, I think that early on, it's like, okay, cool. Just going to move on. Can't you just be like, we don't vibe? You could do that, couldn't you? That's probably the best. The Yeah, that's the move. Like, <clears throat> no one, you know, if you're just talking to somebody, you don't need to be like, hey, you kind of suck. Like, we're done talking because you suck. Mm. Like, there's Not no, because of me, though. Yeah, there's no point in doing that. But obviously, if you are going to stop talking, like, there's a reason. Mm. You might as well be, like, straight up with what it is without, like, getting into it, you know. But, like, hey, what? That makes a lot of sense, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But I am personally very pro-ghosting. I've never done what? it. What? I've never done it. But I've had it done to me. And, and you love it. Well, no, but I'm like, <laughs> this is a fine way to exit a relationship. Like, when it happened, it was just like, oh, okay. Relationship? Just gonna, I mean, it's a form Big of a word. relationship. Big word? A very short-term... It's a <laughs> what do you call when you're talking to a woman for about six months? There's more something? letters <clears throat> in the word. Six months? I think I said two weeks. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. you know, we just casually talking for six months and she goes to me. I think um, I said two weeks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't like the idea of ghosting. I um haven't been ghosted. Mm. Haven't ghosted anybody. I don't think. Ooh, I got it. You can. The kind of the compromise. You send a. This needs to be universal. Actually, we need to put this in like relationship law. Ooh, are we gonna write a book? We need to. Nice. You send a picture of of your penis. Absolutely not. You send a picture of the host of Ghost Hunters. The host of Ghost Hunters. And everybody's like, "Oh, that's Zach from Ghost Hunters." Everybody says to themselves, "That's Zach from Ghost Hunter." And you just move on. And you know, you get the picture. Yep. Actually, I think most people wouldn't know who that is, and they'd be like, "What the fuck?" If you, you know, but if you don't point, know who Zach from Ghost Hunters is, I don't need you in my life. Yeah. If you sent me this man, I would have guessed he was a magician. <laughs> Never seen him. He's Wait. the. He's the guy that's like, if the ghost is here today, is make this him on Coast known. to Coast? That's so funny. He looks like Zach Efron's like unsuccessful. Are you saying that because his name is Zach? Brother. Oh no, I didn't even think of that. I just looked at his face. Convenience. Um, so I guess our verdict is tell the man you don't want to talk to him, but don't don't, don't say mean. it's your vibe. Just so are you say pro ghosting or not. I'm pro ghosting, but I was outvoted. Yep, you were. Two to three. I'm pro ghosting very early on. I don't think anybody's owed an exit interview that early. Who said anything about an interview? You know, I'm using uh, Jeff, exaggeration you, to prove my point. Jeff, you, it's an argument. We'll tactic. send them a Outlook email at the end but of their exchange. I, that's fine. I don't think you know, fucking interview, but like, you know, yeah, common courtesy. I think you have every right to just stop talking and just you do move on with your you life. You do. There's like, and you shouldn't feel bad about it that early on. Well, thank you for that question. You're yeah. welcome. That's oh wait, good. okay. Um. Well, yeah, that's good. Uh, send us your questions so we can try to answer them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Everybody, TikTok, Instagram, let's get another Chuck E. Cheese moment. 2.5 Chuck E. Cheese right down the street. Five. There is. We should go. Oh, wait. We can't. We can't. We can't. Not in Virginia. Yeah, not we, in Vir- we need not a, here. We need to like contact Chuck E. Cheese corporate. Yeah. We need to get proof because people are not in agreement with let's us. Get to, let's go. CEO, Chuck E. Cheese, we'll have you on the pod. Um, we'll have our people reach out. We're going to leave now. Um, <laughs> love you. Love you. Love you. You didn't do any tags or whatever. I did the he, did, he did the tag. And then he started talking again. Uh, he didn't want to end.